BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm Chelsea, and this is JC. Hello, everyone. We are so excited because you guys are about to hear the recording of our first ever live podcast event that we had in Los Angeles about a week ago from today, which is actually tomorrow when we're recording this. Anyways, a couple weeks ago from when you're hearing this right now. But we had the best time with you guys. It was such an amazing experience to be able to see and meet all of you guys and definitely you're going to want to come to our next ones because we're, we're, we have something up our sleeve, you know? So make sure you follow our podcast Instagram, which is at what we said podcast so that you guys can be updated when we have upcoming shows. Hopefully we can come to your city. Yeah, somewhere near you. We were so nervous and I will take mostly the blame for being super nervous before we went on stage. And I was gripping Chelsea's hand, a death grip, (laughs) literally. And then you guys started clapping. We came out on stage. And when we saw you guys, I kid you not, my nerves went away, which is so shocking to me because I really do get very nervous like on stage and stuff. And I literally felt like we were just in my room recording because you guys know us so well and you made us feel so comfortable. We literally felt like we were just in a room full of our friends and it was… Literally a big sleepover. We could just completely be ourselves. It was amazing. Chelsea started crying like one second in. Literally as soon as I stepped foot and I could see everybody started crying. Like, (laughs) why am I like this? And then I got teary-eyed. But um, yeah, it was for real like one of the best nights ever. And I'm so excited to do more shows. Chelsea said it from the beginning. She said, we're going to go on tour. We're going to do shows. And I was like, oh, we'll see. Maybe one day. But now I'm hyped on it. Now we're addicted. Yeah. And I'm so excited to meet more of you guys. So definitely, if we're coming to your city, please come to our show. Because it, it will, for real, be the best. So in this episode, we talked about like positivity, confidence, friendship, and lots of other good stuff with Kristen and Lexi Johns, who were our guests, who are our good friends. And this is just a really uplifting, fun episode. You guys will just get to hear a lot of fun stuff. So without further ado, here it is. Hello. 
you so much for coming. We are so excited. And thank you, thank you, you guys. We sold out. Okay, I don't care to get emotional. Oh, this is so dumb. This is, if you you guys know, we cry all the time. But thank you so much. Like, when we sold out so fast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the least of our fears. Um, it was crazy. Like, thank you so much for being here and taking the time out of your day or your night to come hang out with us. So we want to give a big thank you to Dear Media. They're awesome. Brian, Ariel, Michelle, thank you so much. Brian's our producer. He edits. He's got a hard job. Thank you to Leif, who made the video. My husband, Nick. They're back. They're I don't nice. know where they went. Right there. there they are. Woo! And, of course, Palisades, Sinopolis, and Caruso. Thank you, everyone, who made this happen. There's yeah. been a lot of hard work that has gone into Oh, wait, this. don't forget Beth. Beth. We can't forget Beth. Beth we can't forget our member of our team. She's awesome. So thank you guys so much. And tonight you guys are getting the real deal because, you know, we're pretty casual on our podcast, but there are definitely moments when we mess up our words or we say stupid things and we're like, that's not going in the podcast. So we make Brian cut it out. So uh, there, there are moments that you don't hear us say, sorry, that was stupid. Brian, can you please cut that out? So tonight we do not have that luxury. So bear You're with us. You're hearing it all. You're getting the real deal. And just a reminder, this is a live podcast as well. So it will be recorded and it will be a real podcast. So no yelling profanities or anything like that. So we don't have to give Brian more work. Are we starting with our... Okay, we, yeah. we wanted to start with like a fun little trivia game to get ourselves, you know, I almost said get ourselves Moving. going, but you know, get ourselves in the mood. So we're good asking... Thing, good thing we're doing this instead because Leif suggested to warm you guys up. We had we were going to make you all do the renegade when the we renegade were walking dance. in. So this was the alternative. <laughs> so we are looking for two... What's the word? Volunteers. Um, OG. Who, yeah, OG listeners who think they know our podcast pretty well. We're doing just a little trivia game. You guys will come up here. There's going to be two of you, and we are going – one of you will win a special little prize, okay? So don't be shy. If you guys think you know our podcast pretty decently, raise your hand. We're looking for some volunteers. We're going to pick one of you. You guys better know everything. Okay, you pick one, Chelsea. That's it? You guys, you don't even yeah. listen to our podcast? <laughs> come on, be risk takers. We need risk takers out here. Okay, I'm picking you. Yes. Okay. I want to pick someone in the back. You with the white sweatshirt right there. <laughs> We're like, no, not you. You're generous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, come on you, down. you, yes. Oh, come hello. on down. Don't be nervous. But if you get it wrong, we will send you home. <laughs> Okay. Okay, JC's our buzzer, so um, do yeah. we have the buzzer? Yeah, it's right here. And the buzzer makes a really cute noise that we didn't know about until we got it. So that's good. Hi. What is your name? Catherine. Catherine. Hello. Hi. You guys are so pretty. Oh, thank you. What's your Hi. name? Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Stephanie. Sorry, say it. Stephanie? Okay. Stephanie and Catherine, my mom's name. Oh, these um, names. Okay, wait. Should I get in the middle of them? Yes. Okay, this is the buzzer, and I apologize if I have shaky hands. I um, I'm not nervous, but I actually just chugged a Celsius energy drink, and I literally feel like I'm gonna like bounce yeah, off the walls. Yeah, we just did a bad thing. But, <laughs> um, okay, so how it's gonna work? Basically, like Family Feud. If you've ever seen it, when you think after I I ask the question, so don't try and cheat. Ring the buzzer. Whoever rings it first gets the chance to answer. If you answer right, you win. The other person, if they don't guess it, has the, you know, chance to answer. You guys know how it goes. I'm serious. <laughs> it's like this. 
I'm so sorry. And the second part of the game, you have to catch the buzzer. It's like, yeah. Okay, so first question. You might have to do all the questions. Okay. We're going to, yeah, you're going to. I'm okay. just, I have to focus on one job. Do you need both hands? Do you need both hands? Okay. All right, ready. This is the first one. They're going to get harder, okay? So the first one should be easy. Remember, don't go till I finish. What is the phrase that the girls use to end every episode? And that's what we said. Wow, way to go. That was, that was the start nice. around. This, we just wanted to weed out who skips through the last part, the outro. We've seen the analytics. We know you do it. Okay, the next one is with correct pronunciation. What are our husbands' names? Leif and Nick. Woo! <laughs> Stephanie, you got to get in there. Be aggressive. You got to go for it. Don't be shy. I know. Okay, third one. On the back of our What We Said hoodies, what is the phrase inside the fortune cookie? <laughs> it worked. Big things coming. Woo! Nice. Woo! Okay. Number four. What team were Chelsea and JC on together in high school? Like a sport. It's kind of a sport. <laughs> this buzzer's not great. It's a dance team. Woo! Us just blowing the speaker. Every time I do that, I think I'm Brian's like, I quit. He's like, okay, next one. Uh, what do we want? Five? What country did Chelsea and JC travel to this past fall? France. All right. Yeah, wow, France. Good job. No way. Oh, you're what kidding. The? Cool. Wow. A true fan. Um, like, okay. I followed you guys there. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I didn't get a chance to meet you, but my plan worked. Okay, next. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like, cool. Okay, what four states has Chelsea lived in since starting the podcast? Four. Four different states. Go, Catherine. Arizona, Utah, Tennessee, and California. Nice! Woo! That was a hard one. That was a hard one. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared like, this is actually embarrassing. Can you stand? <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, next one. Chelsea and JC each have one dog. What are the breeds of their dogs? Okay, I know yours is Sophie, so that's a Great Dane. Yes. And yours is Lady, and that's a toy? Poodle? Yeah. Good job, girl. Nice. You're all good. Okay. Next. What number one? Okay. Besides our husbands, who was our first guest on the podcast? Tyson. Woo! You're sitting by him. (laughs) There he is with his broken leg. Okay. How many more? Two more. Um, In our wedding disaster stories episode. Chelsea shared a story about her sister's wedding. What went wrong? The cake was a complete disaster. Nice. <laughs> Woo. She said yeah, the butterflies. <laughs> True. Honestly, we might have to get both plants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last one. Where did we get the idea for the name of our podcast? Ooh. Oh. They're stumped. <laughs> Wasn't it something that you guys did when you were in high school? You, like, said, like, that's what she said or, like, or that's what we said? Very close. You had to ch- yeah. It was Very a, close. Yeah. It was an old blog that we had in high school, and our blog was called And That's What We Said. We thought we were so clever. Do not Google it, please. <laughs> Do, not Do not go not. back. Um, okay. What's the Beth, score? do we know who won? 
Okay, we do have two tiebreakers. We came prepared. Just for fun. Where are they? Oh my gosh, my breathing. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) We just do a laugh. Let's get warmed up. Okay, tiebreakers. Who was the guest on a recent Mormon dating episode? That's why it's the tiebreaker. I don't know his last name, but his name is Keaton. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's you. good. Oh, now there's another. So we didn't we didn't anticipate Oh, we just this. made it a tie. Okay, right? now there's one more. Okay. This is the true tiebreaker. Okay. Whoever guesses closest to this number will win. Okay? Oh my gosh, I need to stop. <laughs> how many calories is in a Celsius? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, how many episodes have we aired? Whoa, girl. <laughs> uh, okay. Sixty. No, no, no. Fifty-eight? Okay. Okay. I feel like it's closer to 100. Maybe. That could be so wrong. You're going to say, is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay, the final answer is 90. Oh, so you were closer. Okay, Catherine, you're the winner. Woo! Give you're it the up for Catherine. So, good job. Good job. Don't worry. We're giving you a prize. Don't you leave. Don't worry. You get first pick, though. Yes. Oh, I'm going with Nice. Yay. Woo! Give it up for nice. them. Thank you, guys. You guys already know that it's a priority to eat clean and tidy up your home with safer cleaning products. So why do we still put on makeup and skincare products that contain questionable ingredients? That's why we love Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013, disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products that we use every day. Today, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand, creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. So keep that in mind. They have a rigorous ingredient selection process, educate people on questionable and harmful ingredients to avoid, and advocate for more health protective laws for the beauty industry. Basically, in conclusion, we stand completely. Their mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone because they believe that beauty should be good for you. Yes, it should. I have loved Beauty Counter for a very long time. They're an amazing, amazing brand. Leif uses some of their stuff as well. Just really good products, beautiful, minimal packaging. They know what's up for Mm -hmm. sure. So there are over 1,800 questionable ingredients that are never used in Beauty Counter's formulations. They call this their never list. So from moisturizers to makeup, cleansers, and sunscreen, Beauty Counter has it all. Personally, one of my favorite things that I have from Beauty Counter that I've used a lot is their Dew Skin Foundation. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a tinted moisturizer vibe, but it feels really light when it goes on your face, but it also gives you like really good coverage and it just makes you feel and look so glowy. Sometimes I'll even use the Dew Skin kind of just as a highlighter and put it on my cheekbones. It's so pretty. And I also absolutely love their classic velvet eyeshadow palette. It is so beautiful, just like very neutral colors. They have some shimmery ones in there, some matte. So through March 15th, you can get free shipping on your first purchase of $100 or more at beautycounter.com with promo code what we said. That is free shipping on your entire order of $100 plus at beautycounter.com, but only if you use promo code what we said. beautycounter.com, promo code what we said. Restrictions apply. So, um, I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with Kristen and Lexi Johns. Um, apparently a lot of you. Kristen has been on our podcast before. Um, 
Kristen and I met through Instagram a while ago. I don't know how long ago it was, but um, I remember that we had been trying to set up a time to hang out, and we finally set up a time, and our plan was just to go to a little plant store and then, like, leave, but we ended up hanging out for, like, 10 hours straight, and since then, we've just been close friends, and then we met... And I've been bitter. Yeah. <laughs> and then we met Lexi, who is her sister-in-law at Coachella. We hung out with them. They're both YouTubers. Kristen and Lexi are both YouTubers. Kristen has her own brand called Kristen Made, which is so, so cute. If you guys haven't checked it out, you definitely should. And then Lexi is also an actress. So she keeps super busy with auditions, and she's just she's always grinding, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, first of all, can we talk about how cute everyone looks in their pink and blue like, yes. matching? I'm obsessed. I love it so also, much. Also, can we talk about how the fact that my husband thought this was hay on my pajamas? <laughs> Like, the fact that you think I'm dressed up like a scarecrow, literally. He's like, the theme scarecrow is yeah. cute. I'm like, aren't these cute? He's like, is that hay? I'm like... Um, so, we're going to welcome Kristen and Lexi to our first ever live event. Give it up for them. Everybody clap. Give it up for them. Woo! <laughs> they got the pink and blue vibes. Woo! Yes, ladies. Hello, hello. Where'd you guys get those hoodies? They're so adorable hoodies. Who stole them from you? (laughs) Who tie-dyed those? You. Amazing. Kristen, I'm going to ask you this. Do you remember at Coachella when we were at Billie Eilish, squashed up, you guys, here's (laughs) our Coachella experience. We went to Billie Eilish. We went there like two hours early, wasn't it? Like We were there for the performance before. Lexi, where were you? You left. Not she was there. Came and Paula. She was chilling, having the they best time. They were like, "Do you guys want to? Do you want to like push to the front row?" I was like, "Absolutely <laughs> not." I will Good see idea. you guys later. I'm yeah. scared. We were so crammed. Like we got there early, where we had breathing room, and then right before she went out, she got late, so there was more and more people. And we were literally so close together. We were so tired. Like, our legs hurt. We would switch off sitting on the ground. We actually couldn't breathe. And I have a video of Kristen going like this. <sighs> so scared I was like, the crowd. there's armpits in my face It right was now. And horrible. It's okay. It's okay. But then but as soon as she came amazing. out, all the worries went away. Yeah. She was so good. Yes. yes. That that's, was my favorite memory. <laughs> we really got so close. Yes. Literally. Literally. Yes. With the people singing right in your ear, like, horribly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're just going to get it started right off the bat. Amazing. So, how did you guys meet, and what was your first impression of each other? Chrissy and I are sister-in-laws, like these ladies said. So, we met through our now husbands. Um, My first impression of Kristen, it's funny because Marcus, her husband, and I had known each other for so many years because my husband and I have been together since high school. So I think Marcus and I had known each other for about six years at this point. And so I first saw a picture of Kristen uh, that Marcus had on his phone. And he was like, this is the girl I'm going to go out with. Isn't she so cute? Isn't she so special? And I was like, she's very cute, Marcus. And I was really excited because I had never heard him talk about a girl in that way. Um, I feel like he had never really cared that much. And then when he met Kristen, that just like changed. So that was my first, first impression. And then when I met Kristen in person, I was warned heavily by our other sister to not be intimidating, which I was like, I'm not intimidating. I'm she so She warned me nice. that Lexi was intimidating. <laughs> oh no, didn't she say something to you? Like, Lexi's the kind of girl that's like totally fine with just like stripping down in front of you and changing her clothes yeah, she's and like, bearing Lexi's it all. She's the kind of girl that will just change in front of you naked. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, Shelby. That's like, the definition of intimidating. <laughs> I know, right? That is somewhat intimidating, I would scared. say. Um, 
so I, I tried to like keep it low key. I didn't want to somehow scare you off, which I was like, that's not going to happen. But you were the sweetest person that I've ever met. I was like, I don't know how she exists in the world because she's so, 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 so nice. And I was like, yeah, she probably hates me because I'm probably way too aggressive for her. So <laughs> I, my first impression of you, I was, I was warned that Lexi was like very outgoing, but warned, not really warned because everyone said you were the nicest person ever. But I just remember you were so sweet. You made me feel so welcome into the family. I just loved you right away and it was the best. It's I like didn't scare you at all. No, you didn't scare me. Oh, good. I mean, maybe a little bit. I was just like <laughs> wanting you to love me but you were so nice oh i love you okay well going off of that what is one thing that you guys are like one way you're similar and one way you're different i guys think i think you guys are so different we are complete opposites truly like i would say we are i, I would say that if we weren't put into the situation that we were of being sister-in-laws i don't know if we would have naturally become as close as we are now but I think that just goes to show like opposites really do attract. And I feel like we bring out different like personality traits in each other. I feel like the most different thing between you and I probably just our outgoingness. Like you love to talk to strangers all the time and I'm much more shy and like reserved. But you make me feel like I should probably be a little bit more outgoing. So and I think that you've also made me a more outgoing person, like since I've known you. So yeah. That's that's our difference, I, but it's yeah, a good difference. Like watching you guys, like watching like, you. This bond. is our love story. <laughs> love you. The love story of Kristen and Alexis John. <laughs> Wait, what do you think is one way you're the same? Um, I think that we are. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. so don't even go because okay. I already know. Don't go. <laughs> love of desserts and baking, one hundred percent. It's it's our driving factor of our relationship, <laughs> truly. And when she's not eating desserts, I'm like. I don't really want to hang out with you because yeah, it depresses she's like, me. Our whole thing is founded on this. Like, this is not right. We can't she's hang like, out. She's like, I'm going to try to eat healthy dessert. this month. I'm like, wow, okay. Sad. <laughs> For me. See you next month. Let's talk about friendship, okay? Is there a trait that you have noticed a lot of your friends have in common or, like, something in someone that draws you to them, like, in a friendship? I think for me, something I've noticed in a lot of my friendships is I just love when people are fully themselves, even if it's totally different from me. I just, you know, when you can tell someone's just being their full, silly, authentic self, I feel like that is my favorite thing about people. And just being completely silly, you know, when you're at that stage of your friendship with someone where you're just total weirdos together, that's like my favorite stage ever. So I feel like that's something that all my friends have in common, just being totally themselves. And yeah, 100%. I was going to say being real. So that's kind of a similar thing. What else? I feel like all my friends are really like loyal people. Like they will throw down for the home girl when they need it. And like, that's what I love in a person. I love knowing that if at two o'clock in the morning, something were to happen, I could call my friends and, and they would be there. I think that's really important. So um, loyalty is something that's really important. And just knowing that you have someone that you can 100% lean on in good times and in bad times. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I have a question. Would you prefer a friend who would like, if you called them and you did something that they know is bad, they would like lie for you? Or would you prefer to have a friend who calls you out? Calls me out, but still Lies Am I in trouble with the law? Like, in the car on the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think both. Like, 
like lie for me at the time, get me out of jail for I don't even know what I did. But then after be like, uh, you probably shouldn't have done that. I'm yeah, like, okay, I agree. So I think it's like it's super important to have a community, and that's something that I realized when we first moved to California and we lived in Orange County. Leif and I literally had no like no friends around us, and now Same living thing. yeah, and now living in LA. Um, we, I feel like we finally have a community and it's like made a world of difference. Like, I just feel like we're so much happier as people and it's so important to have a strong community and like just good, solid friends. So how, like, I feel like it's hard to kind of find and make friends, especially when you get older. How do you, how have you personally found friends and like built a community? It's really hard. I think especially in a city like this, I I don't think you realize when you're out of high school or out of college, like being an adult and making friends as an adult is really difficult. And um, you're just not in a space where everyone's like single and wanting to make lifelong friends. And so um, when Cody and I first moved to LA, we had a similar experience. I mean, we were newly married. I didn't know anybody. And I kind of went through a phase where we'd gotten like I don't want to say burned, but we had a couple weird situations with people where I felt like people weren't being genuine. And um, I looked at him one day and I was like, I I never want to make any friends here. Like, I'm done with this place. And it's just, I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, wow, that's so stereotypical of what people say of LA. Like, come on, girl, you can do better than that. So um, most of my friends I, I met like through church communities and stuff. And I felt like for me, it was a way to meet people who were like minded and um, it it just, you know, those friendships aren't necessarily going to naturally occur just because you're around those those people that you feel like you have, you know, similar, I guess, ideas to. But um, it did help. And I think that if you're able to put yourself into a community of people who maybe have similar interests, whether that's like, for me, I'm an actress, so um, an acting class or uh, I don't know, just finding people within your hobbies or within something that's like a place to find common ground it's really helpful. And that's where I feel like I've met most of my friends just by inserting myself into communities of people who have similar interests that I do. Definitely. I feel like we say that all the time, like just do what you love and you'll find people that also love to do that. And I think also when you're in high school, it's easier to make friends because you, you have to see them every day. So I feel like if you go to like one event or one thing and you don't make a friend, you can't just like give up. It's like go to the same yoga class every day. And like, then eventually you'll kind of meet people like that. You do. Like Familiar faces. Thing. They yeah. stick, right? And I don't know. It just makes you feel more comfy to be able to say hi or approach someone if you know you've seen them a, a couple times. So Totally. And I've found, seriously, I the common denominator between most of my friendships is I've met them on Instagram, which is so crazy. I mean, I met you guys on Instagram, met Tyson on Instagram, like one of my OG best friends, yeah, in high school. And so I feel like social media, it can get a bad rep, but it's like, it's such a good place to meet people. And the other thing I was going to say is when you said that about LA, I feel like that's such a common thing that I heard too. Um, moving there, like LA is the worst, like everyone's fake. And I feel like that's such a stereotype, but I've just learned that it is what you make it and it's who you surround yourself with. And that can be said for anywhere you live. So I think that's really important. I think it's like, you you see what you choose to see. Like you were saying the other day, like when you're looking for the good in people, you'll find it. And I think it's a lot of a, a mindset kind of thing too. So it's not easy, but I think that it sometimes you just want to like tuck yourself away and be like, well, there's no one here. And the reality it is, is like, are you putting yourself out there and putting your best foot forward? Yeah. Totally. Wait, I want to ask, how many of you guys are from LA? Okay, we're raising wow, hands. We're not whooping. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You guys are the real many, ones. How many of you are from out of state? 
What? Oh my gosh. Wow. Wait, that's guys. Wowzers. Wow. Thank wow, you. Wowzers. Seriously. <laughs> We're taking a quick little break from today's episode to tell you about something that I've been loving that I've added into my routine lately, and that is the sports research bone broth collagen protein. I love collagen. It has a ton of benefits. Um, it can help with your skin, your hair, your nails, um, and it's just really good for you. So um, I've been loving their collagen protein, the chocolate flavor, and I've just been putting it in um, a little blender bottle with some almond milk and shaking it up, and it's such a good—it literally just tastes like, tastes like a little mini chocolate milk kind of— um, and you know you're getting all these health benefits. You can add it into your coffee as well. You can even like bake with it. Like you can combine it with Ooh. cake or brownie mix. And um, you can put it in your coffee, like I said, or like blend it into a shake if you want to make it more of like a milkshake vibe. But I really like this stuff. And the ingredients are really awesome as well. So they also have this product called Sweet Sweat, which is really interesting and unique to me. And it basically like helps you sweat more and get the most out of your workout. It's really, really cool. So my friend Emily Reader, she has always been a workout inspiration to me. She is fit to she say the least. Beast. Yeah, she's a beast. She's been using Sweet Sweat for years and loving it and always telling me about it. So we're super excited to be partnering with Sports Research. So who is Sports Research, you may be asking? Well, they were established 40 years ago and are a family-owned and operated company dedicated to providing the highest quality health and wellness products that complement your healthy lifestyle. Sports Research believes in using the best ingredients so you can have total peace of mind about the supplements that you're taking. You know we believe in having the best and healthiest and cleanest ingredients possible. From certifications to the ability to track your lot, Sports Research is all about honest messaging and unmatched transparency meaning you can always trace back to the source. So what you see is what you get. Best kind of companies. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to try any of the products out that we have talked about, or if you guys just want to check out more of their products, you should definitely go on their site. They have a lot of just great health and wellness products. So right now, they are giving our listeners an extra 20% off your first order. So it is the perfect time to try it out. That is 20% off site-wide at sportsresearch.com with code what we said. That is 20% off site-wide at sportsresearch.com with the code what we said at checkout. Check it out, you guys. Okay, have you ever had, kind of already mentioned this, but have you ever had um, a falling out with a friend? Um, I've definitely had a falling out with a friend. I remember I was best friends with this girl in high school, and we just slowly started drifting apart. And she was just making some choices that made me scared for her, and I was just like... I think I kept feeling like it was my responsibility to be like, you really, like, you have so much more potential than this. Like, like you should be taking care of yourself. And I was kind of just pushing her away the more and more I would confront her and be like, come on, you got to do this. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. And then I just realized it when you're dealing with that with someone that you love, sometimes the best thing is to tell them how you feel, but then give them space and let them grow and become the person they want to become. And that's actually much more helpful to them than kind of just beating them over the head and being like, you need to do this, you need to do that, because that will just actually push them away more. And that was like a huge lesson I learned because I just thought it was my responsibility. Like I had to take care of her and make sure she was okay. But she actually eventually came back to me and was like, I appreciate like all the encouragement that you gave me in that hard time. And 
and we ended up having like a rekindling. What is it? A reconnection. And yeah, so that was really cool. Have you? I have. I've had falling out with friends. It's hard. Um, It's hard when you love someone so much and you don't see eye to eye. And I think for the most part, as friends, both people just want the best for each other. And But you have to realize like different people see things differently sometimes. And I think the older you get, the easier it is to kind of navigate those situations. Um, But yeah, I mean, being young and and more immature in the past, I feel like, you know, in similar situations, um, it's just... It's been hard, you know, and I think it's difficult, too, to see certain people that you thought would be in your life forever not be in your life anymore and kind of being able to um, deal with that and make yourself feel like it's okay. But I think the older that I've gotten, I've realized, like, it really is true. Um, If you're putting your best foot forward and so are they, like, sometimes people do grow apart and I never would want to leave things on bad terms with anyone that I've loved at any point in my life. But um, at the same time, it's like, it's okay to grow apart with people. And I think knowing that will save you a lot of grief in life. It's not easy, but I think that um, people are in your life for seasons for a reason. And I think that it's really important to remember that in those situations. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, for the next question I actually had was like, what do you think is the secret secret sauce to make a friendship strong? And I was going to say, I feel like you kind of answered that. Like what Kristen was explaining, like what you both are explaining is acceptance. And it's like, it's hard sometimes to like define the line between accepting someone and feeling like you're responsible to help them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I love the saying, and I've said it a million times, like acceptance is letting go of your side of the story. So it's like, you kind of have to speak your truth per se to them and let them know how you feel, but then let go of what you think that the situation is and just love them. Because I feel like if you accept someone, you can completely love them. Amen. Thank you. Mic drop. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I just answered the question. I'm like, I'm going to take the next one. (laughs) You answered it beautifully. We couldn't have done it any better. Thanks. So both of you have great healthy marriages and relationships, which is why we do feel confident asking you about this. So what would you say is the best marriage advice you could give or that you've received? Or maybe it could be just relationship advice. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) You hear that, boys? Um, I'm just kidding. Um, I think... Wow. I think I, it might be a quote and I don't remember where I read it, but I read something once that said being married is like looking in a mirror all the time. And, um, I loved that because I love the fact that my husband is able to just be completely open and honest with me and that we have this foundation of like wanting to tell each other how it is in a loving way. Most of the time I try to be loving. (laughs) Um, but yeah, well, you know, um, I'm not perfect either. No, but he's so great. And I think that um, just remembering that you are able to have that person that's like by your side. And like I said, we'll we'll always be there for you and um, just has your back. I think it's just so comforting to know that that's like your person, you know. Um, But it's true. Happy wife, happy life. Cody's great. He tries to make me happy. <laughs> it's, it just makes it happy overall. No, I'm joking, you guys. It's like, no, it really actually is. I think for Marcus and I, we are very different people. Like, uh, like probably the most opposite people you could ever expect to be together. But I think also that's why we work out so well. But I think that's been the hardest part about our marriage is because it's like 
sometimes I'm like, what are you freaking thinking right now? And he probably thinks the same thing about me, but he just has such a different way of thinking than I do. Like he is always ready for the spontaneous adventure. And I'm like, we have work to do. Like we need to do this. We need to take care of the dogs. Like, but I think that something that's helped us so much is appreciating our differences. And I've truly come to love the things that make Marks and I different. I, I appreciate that he enjoys and has fun with his life because sometimes I literally forget to have fun. I'm like, um, hello, I'm 24 and I'm like working. I'm like, I got to work and do good. But he truly enjoys life. He, he makes every situation fun and, and that used to be something that bothered me and be like, you need to work and do this and this, but, and I've helped him be more responsible. And so I think just finding the good things about your differences and bringing out the best in each other and, and finding out how to love your differences is great marriage advice. Yeah. You guys really do bring out the best in each other. And I think that's like one of the, the, I think you're exactly right. Like being able to see what the other person has that you don't and like embrace it mm-hmm. as yeah, opposed to, to like push it away from yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you're like willing to learn instead of trying to change. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. You said, she's like, <laughs> you've said before to me too that like you heard some somewhere or you read somewhere that sometimes in a relationship, the thing that initially attracted you the most to that person or like drew you into them that you love about them starts to become the thing that like drives you nuts about them later down the road, which I think is actually so true. Like you probably love Marcus's like adventurous. Yeah, he's like, let's go boulder like in my Jeep, just go over a million boulders. One of the worst days of my life, by the way. I'm scared. Quick, quick story. We did go rock. What's it called? Rock climbing? Off-roading? Something. We were literally in Jeeps on rocks. Okay. That's all I know. And I got out of the Jeep because I was like, I'm going to die today if I don't get out of this. And Marcus is a pro. Cody, I love him. They're not here. Don't worry. she was asking questions about how to maneuver the thing as we were going (laughs) up this rock literally at like a 90 degree Marge angle. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I have videos of it guys. It literally just I'm looks crying. like, if you look at it, it looks like a wall, the mountain, yeah, because that's how steep it is. So anyway, that yeah, was that's just gonna a sidebar. Be a no I'm glad I'm here. Be um, cause I really thought I was gonna <laughs> yeah. not be existing oh anymore after that day. Thanks Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Love that. But yeah, I, I agree with what you guys said. And I think it, it's about reminding yourself like what you why you did get into the relationship initially and like why you love them so much. So great advice. If you have to put it on your phone, you know, just keep yeah. reminding yourself. Put some notes it. down. So you I can love re-read his adventures. <laughs> Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Every morning. Read it. Um, okay. Now we're going to kind of get into confidence a little bit. And this is something I forgot to say in the intro. Kind of the theme for tonight was we're hoping it, you know, we want it to be very uplifting and positive. So we, we wanted it to kind of be about confidence and friendship and, like, healthy relationships. So should have prefaced with that. But, um, like, oh, okay. They're like, this <laughs> is all fitting together now. <laughs> Making so much sense. Did um, you start it? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you guys consider yourself – Kristen, you can go first. Do you consider yourself a confident person? I think I am becoming a confident person. I think I, I would have – what would have used to is that proper English? Probably not. Sure, on this podcast it is. I used to would have not called myself a confident person. Yeah, back in the day I was not a confident person. I was probably like 
the most insecure, shy person maybe you had ever met before. But I think once I've really gotten to accept who I am, learn who I am, uh, surrounding myself with people like Lexi and Marcus who encourage me and and make me feel like my voice is a voice that people want to hear because I feel like that used to be my biggest fear was just speaking, which, wow, now I'm on this. Look at you, girl. But I I used to get actually people would pick on me all the time. Like Marcus's family would be like, do you like speak? Like, do you want to say something? And I was just like, no, like I'm good. Cause I don't know. I just felt like I was going to say something stupid or people would, I would, I was terrified that people were going to be offended by something I said, which I don't know why that was like my that cancel fear. culture girly. Oh my gosh. I, I was like, like, I can't say anything cause I don't want anyone to like misconstrue what I'm saying. And then really, I feel like the major turning point was when I started my YouTube channel. And I remember making my first video in my college house. That was so disgusting, covered in cockroaches. Don't miss that house. But um, I remember making it and I was just like, I can't believe I'm filming myself and I've got to upload it to who even is going to watch this. But then once I started reading comments and me like, wow, there's people out here that actually want to hear what I have to say. That's really weird. But it gave me the confidence to really learn who I am and speak about my interests and hobbies and all that kind of stuff. So I think I've really come from like zero level confidence to maybe like 70% confidence. But yeah, that's like zero to a hundred going from being like the shyest person ever to starting a YouTube channel. Yeah. All thanks to Marcus, truly, because he forced me to do that. (laughs) I remember I used to just be like, Kristen, you've got to speak up. You've got to say what you need to say. And be like, okay. Lexi was like, you have to take up for yourself when people aren't being nice to you. And I was just like, no. Well, she would tell me a story. She'd be like, this guy came up to me and he said, can I just say, I have the worst luck (laughs) with people in public. Like, for some reason, I have the rudest experiences every day of my life. Marcus is like, I think people just think like you're a young, nice girl and they take out their anger on you. I'm like, that's oh horrible. Why? why? Like, I always tell Lexi, she's like, these, these things never happen to me. I'm like, because I, I have RBF, so people just don't talk to me. Yeah, they're like, Same. I'm scared of her, so. When Kristen like, tells me about the, con- the like messages she gets, I'm shook to my core. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked to say that yeah. Yeah, to an actual angel. We will never know. I don't know. It's a mystery. Um, I think for me, I it like confidence ebbs and flows. And I think that um, for me in different situations, I feel more confident than in others. I think that um, I'm, I can be very hard on myself. So if I feel like I'm not doing a good job at something or if I feel like um, I'm not living up to my own expectations, I feel like it definitely gives me like less confidence and that's something I've really been trying to work on. Um, and we actually talked about this the other day. Um, just knowing that it's okay to be imperfect and accepting that and knowing that your best is good enough and your best is going to change from day to day. So my best today might not be as good as my best was yesterday, but as long as I'm giving it my all, that's okay. So, um, I think for all of us, confidence is something that we have to to work on every day, but I think like reminding yourself who you are, why you do what you do, and just you know, if you can go to bed at night saying that you loved on people a little bit better, I feel like you should be very, very proud of yourself. So it's definitely something that I work on on the day to day. And of course, social media in comparison can be difficult. I feel like um, some of the you know, 
worst periods of my life in terms of confidence were in the beginning of all the social media stuff. And I'm sure that you guys can relate just having people constantly comment on your appearance, the way you talk, the way you do this, the way you do that. It's like, it ruthless. Well, it really makes, and most people are really nice, but for some reason, it's so much easier to focus on the negativity. You're like, oh, do I, does my lip twitch when I talk? Like what, you know what I mean? And so, um, I think just being able, yeah, well, Kristen's Kristen's like, I can relate. Mine does. Um, I think just being able to realize that like you need to have thick skin and what people say about you and like what people's opinions of you are, um, whether true or not, like they really don't matter that much. Yeah. It's not part of your own reality. It's not. It's not. And you can't, like you said, Chelsea said the other day, and I love that she said this. She said to me, like, you can't let the best of the best compliments affect you, and you can't let the worst of the worst compliments affect you either. And I was like, yeah, because if you listen to one, you usually listen for the other because you're listening. So there will be people clapping, and then there will be people booing at the same time. And love that. yeah, wow, that was. Deep. I made it up. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, that was Gary. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, Gary. Me. Yeah, I was gonna say our next question was how do you feel like people build confidence? But I feel like you just answered that. Like making sure that you're, if you know. Also, I like that you said like being more selfless. I feel like definitely works. The more you're focused on like yourself and what you're doing, then you start to feel like. Oh my gosh, I'm never good enough. I like can't do this. I'm not doing this. Look what these other people are doing. But when you start to think about others, that's when I feel like I'm the most confident when I'm not judging others or when I'm not like, I don't know, just comparing and like so obsessed with just what I'm doing. I know. And I've, I've said this phrase a million times on the podcast. So you guys probably heard me say like my, the, the way that I think how do I even say this? Well, I love the quote, like, make yourself proud. And I think that that is ultimately pretty much exactly what you just said is like how you build confidence is making yourself proud every single day. I know the days that like I'm super lazy and like I don't do the things that I said I was going to do or whatever. I just feel gross. And at the end of the day, I'm just not proud of myself or happy. But the days that I kind of, you know, make a plan and it doesn't mean you have to be so productive and hardworking every single day, like rest is important. But as long as I'm like being a good person and like complimenting a stranger and just like going out of my way to be my best self, then that's like when I'm the most confident for sure. And I also did not make this up. This is from Ed Milet. But he um, says like keeping small promises to yourself, which kind of goes along with that. Like you don't have to build a company in a day to like be proud of yourself. But if you say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this one thing and you do it, it builds your confidence. So it could be as small as I'm actually going to get out of bed. Like when my alarm goes off tomorrow yeah, and you'll feel that like little boost of confidence and going off of that too. I'm reading this book called atomic habits and it's all about, um, getting 1% better every single day. And he was saying that a lot of people, they want these huge, it's like, I want to be a millionaire. And it's, it's like, they have these huge goals, but Really what the secret sauce is, is working hard and trying to improve yourself in a certain area 1% every day. And he does the math and says, like, if you just try and get 1% better every day at a specific thing, you know, within a year, you'll be 37 times better than when you started. And I think it's so easy to get bogged down by, like, the huge goals that you have to not make those small, simple steps. But I don't even think that goes along with confidence. But No, it does. I think think it does. Go for it. No, I was going to say, I mean, being in a field where, like, I'm literally rejected every single day as an actor for different roles. Like, I, you know, I audition and I put myself out there and I, you know, work for hours on this thing and then 
you just, it just doesn't work out. Like you're not right for whatever reason. I think it makes you realize too, and this is something that um, I'm trying to kind of let sink in this year is even if you don't necessarily hit this huge goal that you have, did even maybe the negative things make you better as a human being? And I think for me, it's like just with acting as the example, it's like, okay, I may not have booked the role, but like, did I become better at my craft through these experiences? And if the answer is yes, like, I feel like that's something to be so proud of just personal growth in any way, whether you've achieved the goal that you set out or not yet. I think that you still are growing as a human in that process. And I think it's so important to just be proud of that and to let that be worth something. I love that. That goes right along with our next question. It's like you guys read these questions before or something. Um, do you feel like you are innately optimistic or pessimistic? That's a hard question, but I feel like I'm innately po- I almost said pessimistic. <laughs> That's a mix of the two. She's pessimistic. Honestly, I, think I'm I feel innately that. Innately positive optimistic. Oh my gosh, that wasn't even a question. I guess it's the same same thing. So I guess I'm innately optimistic, but I can definitely feel like when I'm in a bad place in my life or like just a bad headspace or just not having a very good week or month, I tend to go to a more negative headspace. And then I feel like when you are in that negative headspace, it gets worse and worse until you're like, okay, I'm going to choose to think of things in a positive way now because I know this ain't helping me just thinking of all the bad things that could happen or being so hard on yourself. I feel like that's my biggest negative go-to is just putting a lot of pressure on myself and just, oh my gosh, sometimes I'm thinking of these things and I'm like, why am I so mean to myself? Like, why am I just like, you stink at this. Like, you're failing at this. I'm like, uh, I would never say this to someone else. Why am I thinking it and tearing myself down all the time? So I feel like I have to be really conscious of being a little bit more positive towards myself. And I feel like that's something I'm really trying to work on this year. But so I guess I'm half and half. I don't know. What about you? <laughs> um, innately, I'm definitely innately a pessimist. And um, I think I just like, for whatever reason, since I was little, I just like would think of the worst case scenario. I don't know why. And um, it really hit me that I was that way when I was in high school. I was just like, why am I like this? And I still don't have the answer. But I actually, um, I read something back in the day and it was basically like, if you want to learn to change your mindset, you first of all, don't speak negative things into existence. Um, your words have a lot of power. And um, because your words have a lot of power, when you think something negative, speak something out loud that's positive that could come from the situation or about the person you're thinking negatively of. And so I started doing that. And I think people probably thought I was a little bit crazy because I would just be thinking something like, oh, like later is going to be so fun when we go, you know, to the beach with those people, you know, and I'd be like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? But it was literally because I was trying to speak positivity into things that I felt negatively about. And you guys, I promise you, I'm a different person today. Like I am very optimistic. I feel like it's really just changed the way that I think as a whole. And it, it took time. Um, and of course I still have negative thoughts and I still, you know, worry, but I feel like for the most part, my nature in that way has been transformed and my life is 
way happier because of it because yeah, i feel like you're a very positive person i know i think like i our other sister i annoy her sometimes she's like why are you so positive right now <laughs> she's, she's like, like we're stuck in a ditch what are you so doing positive. i'm like oh stuck well. in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say when i met both of you at first i thought like wow these girls are very positive very happy i want to be around you thank you and now I changed Aww. my mind. <laughs> you're like, now no, I know no, what you're no. really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I definitely agree that your words have so much power. And we kind of sp- spoke about this at brunch the other day, too, because I was just saying our dog was sick like two weeks ago, and she was like throwing up blood, and it was horrible. And I may or may not have Googled how to get rid of anxiety, but I was like reading it, and it was saying like – and I, I remembered this book I read, and it was saying um, – that when you're pessimistic about things, it gives you so much anxiety. And when you are thinking of the worst case scenario, you're worrying about it twice. So say it does happen. Say you're like, oh my gosh, this is this horrible thing's going to happen. For example, like with Sophie, we were like, okay, well, I hope she doesn't have like something innately wrong with her. Like I hope she doesn't have cancer or something. And we were thinking, I was thinking, okay, just if I say that, I'm giving myself like the physical reaction to getting that news and I'm putting myself through that. If it happens, then it is what it is and I have to like deal with it then. But don't put yourself through that twice. Yeah. So if you're saying, I had to like physically keep saying like, she's going to be fine. Like this is just something small. Like she's going to be all right. It's not a good or bad thing. It's just what it is, what it is. And I felt like it helped so much like relieve that anxiety. I, okay, this has nothing to do with positivity, but the other day I was, well, I actually kind of does. The other day I was, um, I went to the gym and because it's the beginning of the month, I feel like everyone's on their grind, you know? And so I haven't been able to like find a parking spot at the gym and I will literally drive around for 20 minutes and then I go home. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to change my mindset because every day I go, I'm like, I know I'm not going to get a spot. I might as well just drive home. And then I drive home. So I drove to the gym and I was like, I'm going to find a parking spot. I said that out loud. I felt kind of stupid because I was alone. I was like, I'm going to find a parking spot. And I, no joke, found one in like 30 seconds. I'm not saying, you know. There's power in positive yeah, thinking. But I'm Truly. like, honestly, I mean, you know, I was telling you guys that manifestation, quote unquote, it's not like magic, but it's looking for the positive. And when you're looking for the positive, you just will experience that more. And even if I was to say like, I'm going to find a spot and like I was super positive and then I didn't find one. It's like, I feel like I still would have been like, okay, it's fine. And then just go home whether, or, you know, instead of being so negative. So and words so have a lot of power. go home when you don't find a parking spot. 20 minutes though. I'm like, I don't have yeah. two hours to drive around. And I, then I go in and the reason is because there's like. I want to do that. I want that to to be my thing because we've sat in the car and been like we're not going inside but yeah, i feel like that would like give me such like, a good excuse which location <laughs> yeah. do you go to i need to start going there. send me the she's address like, no, then I'm lifetime. she's like what's your busiest location i'm like i'm sorry there's no parking i gotta go <laughs> i walk in and there's like 50 women doing a zumba class mic that's why there's like a billion cars in the parking lot anyway and they're all parked in like two spaces yeah like, okay. you know it Okay, so let's say, hypothetically, you're having a day where you wake up and everything's going wrong. I think we've all had one of those days. Like, you get up and you're, like, not feeling it. Then you stub your toe. You're like, okay. And then you go and try to do something else. And, like, you open the fridge and, like, the milk's gone. You can't make your food, whatever. We call these awesome days. Yeah, we call these days. We say awesome 5,000 times. So you're having one of those days. Let's say, just how do you, like, what steps do you take, even if you have an example of one of these days that you can remember, to kind of turn that around and have a positive mindset? Sometimes I have really bad days for no reason. (laughs) I don't know why. I just, like, I'm just, like, upset, and then I'll start noticing that things are going wrong, and then they actually really start going wrong. I think my first line of defense is prayer. Um, 
it's not always like a really deep, like great prayer. It's like, dear God, please help me. Like I cannot deal with this today. And then after that, I'll be like, okay, wait, no, seriously, Lord, help me, please. <laughs> like I need help in these situations. So prayer is my first line of defense. Um, Chick-fil-A always helps, which I feel like is very in line with prayer. And, um, what else do and I the drive do? through? Yeah. I dessert did it last night. Me, coffee yeah, me, dessert. I hit up Kristen. <laughs> I say desserts. And she's like, I thought you were being healthy. I'm like, girl. I'm always like, am I supposed to keep you accountable or am I, I say not? absolutely not. <laughs> like, that's not the friend that I need you to be for me. So, um, no, dessert. Seriously, I don't know. I'm one of those people. There are those people who, when they're upset, they, like, don't eat very much. I'm the complete polar opposite. I'm like, give me the jar of Nutella, give me the ice cream, give me a spoon and don't serve it out. Cause I just want to eat it like this. So, um, but no, really, I think working out actually helps a lot. Um, if I'm looking at examples of things that do really actually feel, make me feel better. And I think too, sometimes just giving yourself this space to like take a step back and not feel bad about, you know, taking some time. The other day I was having a horrible day. Just, I was really upset about something that didn't work out. And then I was having some family issues and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap for an hour. And I had a lot to do. And Cody looked at me and like, into a two hour nap. If it, I can, it was a two hour nap. I never nap for just an hour. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> no, never a 20 minute nap. I don't know how people do that, but I would love to learn. Um, yeah, that's not a power nap. That's no. what they call it when it's like 30 minutes. I yeah. just, no, I always feel horrible after a nap. I don't know why I think it's a good idea, but I did. And, um, and you know, Cody was like, you have so much you have to do today. Like, are you sure you want to take a nap right now? And I was like, I need this time. And I knew from past experiences, like I was going to wake up and I was probably going to be a little bit groggy, but I would just feel better overall. I don't know. Something about waking up is like a fresh start to me. So I just think, you know, do what you got to do in those moments. And I think don't feel bad about it. Um, don't feel bad about maybe not answering your phone or taking some time. I think it's really important in those situations to like take a step back, take a breather, say a little prayer, get some food and nap. Those are all my answers. Well, I feel like all those things are like <laughs> physical endorphins too. Like if you're moving or like yeah. doing something, like literally try and get those endorphins in because they'll really actually change your mood. Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel like for me, the way I know a day is starting bad is if I hear my dog's camper honey just going, mm, mm, and then you know, what you got to jump out of because they're about to throw up. That's, oh I'm, my I'm, gosh, I'm I know it. by this. Once a month, and nothing will wake you up faster than your dog being like, and then literally like, jump out of bed. Often, yeah, this like is like an month. off the thing that happens all yeah, the time. Maybe so maybe does that too. Not yeah, and then I know that my day is off to a bad start because I'm already up at like five a.m. And then Marcus will say th- something that I'm just like, it's annoying me. But something that helps me actually is because usually my aggression is taken out on Marcus if I'm having a bad day, and anything he says, I'm just like, ugh. That's annoying. But if I just laugh at what he says. My husband wishes that's how I got mad at him. But I just, if he says something, I'm just like, <laughs> and I just laugh. <laughs> Literally the biggest laugh ever. But when I laugh at something that Marcus says, it, he thinks like he's done something so incredible. He's like, 
Yeah. And then he keeps going with the joke. And then I actually think it's hilarious because I'm like, you weren't actually funny, but now you really think you were. And honestly, it turns my day around. And I've been doing that lately. And you guys should try that. Sometimes you just got to <laughs> fake it. Sometimes you just got to smile. Literally faking the laugh and it turns into it's real happiness. It's just not fueling the fire, you know? Yeah. Like choosing Instead of not being to get like, angry. Ugh. Just leave me alone. I'm like, <laughs> Marcus. Leif <laughs> <laughs> good at that. Leif told me the other day, he's like, smile. And I was like, in the worst mood. And I was like, and he's like, he's like, smile. And I, anyway, I like smiled and I started laughing and then it turned real. And I was like, oh, smiling. It really is like, it's a physical thing that makes you happy. Oh yeah. I used to do it with the kids I nanny all the time. Don't smile. Don't smile. And they <laughs> smile and then yeah. they're laughing. The yeah, best. Works every time. Okay. We're going to get into the, oh, sorry. Did you have one no, more question? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. One more question. So to be on the offense and like seek a more positive life, I guess we've kind of already answered this a little bit, but is there something that you guys do every single day to like set yourself up for success? Like a morning routine of any sort or just like an act during your day to make it a more positive experience? I think for me, the best way to start a day on a positive foot is not checking my phone and emails and like, even just opening your phone in the morning, I just feel like... It, Instant anxiety. Just, anxiety just ensues right after, and I'm just like, oh. So I've really tried to make it a habit to not go on my phone right when I wake up. I mean, I fail many times, but doing that, even just having, like, a quiet time. I know me and Lexi love to do, like, quiet times in the morning, and that really helps just start your day on the right foot. And even also just having like a nice warm glass of tea in the morning is so nice. And it really just makes you like, wow, I'm taking care of myself today. Because, you know, if you just start off with the cookie that you made last night. Oh, and I did that two days ago. Box, and you're like, that Crap. sounds so familiar to you. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, that happens to me. I've <laughs> never experienced that. <laughs> um, I don't know I, what that no, is. No, I'm just going to echo what you said. It's true. I think for me, um, I waking up early makes a huge difference in my day, which makes me sound really old because that's what the old people always used to say when I was younger. Um, but I love waking up early and I love just taking the first hour of my day to not be on my phone, to do a quiet time, drink my coffee slowly if I want to, and just like relax. She'll be drinking her coffee until nine o'clock at night. Okay. Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> I drink one cup of coffee for like seven She hours. like sips one sip and I'm just like, Lexi, just drink the coffee. You love it so much. And she's like, I'm savoring it. I'm like, it's ice cold. And it's all I'm over like, my I microwave for that. So, um, but yeah, I think it's, it's just truly important. And I think that, um, once I started putting my phone away in the morning, it just made such a huge difference in my overall mood. I think it's just the way you spend the beginning of your day just sets the tone and the pace for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's 100% true. Dangerous. And I'm pretty sure it's, like, scientifically proven. To, like, that morning routines really are so important. And I know the days that I, like, don't follow my morning routine at all and, like, get on my phone immediately and, you know, eat a cookie and crap like that. Yeah. I do not have a great start to my day at all. And it kind of just reflects the whole day is yeah. kind of just not that great. So I can completely agree. Okay, now are we going mm-hmm. to the rapid mm-hmm. fire? Okay. Rapid fire questions. This always scares First me. First thing that comes to your mind. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite memory you have together? Oh my gosh, I should have thought about this. Uh, Copenhagen. Oh, 
yeah. We went to Copenhagen together. We literally ate at every single pastry shop in Copenhagen, I'm pretty sure. Um, we went through a line at a pastry shop twice in a row. Like, we, we bought them, we ate them, and we came back and bought more because we loved them so much. And like Kristen said, desserts is, like, our thing. So we just, like, rode bikes through Copenhagen and just, like, laid in the grass in the parks. And it was the most relaxing, fun, just, like, best trip. I agree. That's my favorite memory too. Food. Nothing Kristen. brings you together like Sorry, food. that was a cop out, but honestly, I can't think <laughs> of anything better. It was yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, next one. What are your Enneagram types? Two wing three. I'm a three wing four. Wait, what? I thought we were twins. No. You're I'm a three wing two. Oh, I'm a three wing four, and I think that the four wing gives you more like introverted tendencies i know all about that i'm like i'm like do you want me to go on about it i don't even want to know how you feel (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) seriously i know i wish jc was a three wing four then we would have more in common honestly me and jc both being threes i feel like we can relate to each other's struggles on like the deepest level like truly Mm -hmm. and i just I used to, like, I guess I'm still into the Enneagram, but I, I was, like, very addicted to it. Like, I just wanted to learn everyone's type. What? No, I'm not. An addicted. addict. An, an Enneagram addict. addict. I was an Enneagram addict. I went and got help. Don't worry. I'm but, in recovery. But I wanted to read all my friends, like, all their information. I found out exactly what Lexi was. I found out what Marcus was, and that helped so much. Oh He's my gosh, eight. it really does. <laughs> so, so just warning you, if you ever meet an eight, they're pretty crazy, but no, I'm just kidding. For any eights out there, love People you. that are eights in the audience are like, um, Wait, I have me, a, what's wrong with this girl? I have a question. Yeah. Do you guys think that learn, well, cause I agree. I think the Enneagram helps you learn so much about yourself and like your partner or your friends. But do you think it can get to the point where if you're too obsessed with it, it almost like dictates, like you're like, oh yeah, I'm like that because I'm a three. And then it almost becomes like you become so much those traits. Yeah. I think that's exactly why I was like, okay, I got to lay off this a little bit because anytime Marcus would do something, I'm like, you're such an eight, babe. He's like, I'm not an eight. By the way, he was like, I'm not anything. I'm no number can define me. I'm like, yeah, you're an eight. Then that means like you're an eight. eight would so say that. Yeah. And he was like, you got to stop putting me in a box. And I was like, okay. Oh, but yes, I totally think that. I think why. the cool thing about the Enneagram, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's like this test online. It's basically a personality test. Have you, you guys have talked about it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think what's really interesting, though, specifically about the Enneagram is how there's like a there's like a range of how you can basically act based on where you are in terms of your mental health. And I think that that's so interesting and so cool. That's what really drew me to it. Cause most tests are like, you are this and yeah. the Enneagram's like, well, you can be this, but you can also be this when you're in like your best place versus your worst place. So I thought that was interesting, but yeah, I mean, everyone's different, right? No two people are the same. So I think that to be able to, um, accept it for what it is and i think that it is pretty scarily accurate but also know that like it doesn't wholly define you is important totally because i've met certain people who are threes and i'm like wait we're so different so how can we both be threes i'm like oh wait we're just different people it doesn't define every single part of you yeah for sure sure Jinx. <laughs> Coke. What is it? You owe me a Coke? Okay. I like Coke. <laughs> Coke. What is your favorite skincare product that you can't live without? 
I know you guys got some. Have you guys seen their skin Yeah, yet? look at their skin. Probably glowing from the you back row. You have perfect skin. The yeah. people in the back row. Oh, stop. It's like, oh, my skincare going. Okay, what's yours? Kristen, uh, one skincare thing that I cannot live without. Mm. You know what I really love? I love, have you guys heard of Beauty Counter? Yeah. Okay, Beauty oh, yeah. Counter has a vitamin C serum. I just love it. It makes my skin look so glowy. I'm obsessed with it. My one skincare product. I like. I'll say. I'll say. I know what yours is. I'm looking at your skin. There's no pore. That's so not true. Yeah, it is. No, it is true. It's no. It literally looks like the smoothest thing I've ever seen. I'm like like water. I just flushed my face with water. No. Oh my gosh, you're like Dove soap. I would actually kill you. (laughs) I'm like Pantene all over. Um, I love. I love first aid beauty products. I love their just plain. I think it's just their ultra repair cream. I use that on my face every night and honestly that's like one of my main things i always use like head to toe i love first aid whenever i try like really uh, fancy things my skin does not enjoy i feel like i feel the same way like my skin sometimes people will recommend something so crazy and then i try and my skin breaks out worse than it's ever before i'm like okay that didn't help biosance though it really did help you guys the night serum use our code what you said is that it (laughs) Hashtag. Um, wait, we should share ours. Is that yeah. yours? The yeah, night nice serum. Yes, I was gonna say. Literally, I'm not even kidding you guys. That Biosance. I'm not. Again, I'm not like super good at my skincare routine, but it's very simple. I just wash my face, put that serum on. It's like lactic acid and squalane. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> I know all about it. And it like rejuvenates your face, so it's not super harsh. I always feel like. Uh, bad when I strip <laughs> my face of like all its natural oils. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes so. too much is it's sometimes it's too less much is better. more. Less is more. Um, yeah. My favorite thing right now is I'm like, uh, oh, what is? Oh yeah, yeah. The Summer Fridays cleanser. Have you guys used Summer Fridays? I have. Um, I've tried their mask. Do you like it? Yeah, I love oh, it. Oh, is that the jet lag mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I tried it. I, I like it. Yeah. I just tried their cleanser. Really, really like it. it's new. Um, okay. We are gonna end this. Well, let's let's do one more. We're like, bye. Wait, wait. Yeah. I thought you were gonna ask our favorite makeup product because I had one written down. Okay, I was gonna skip it because like, we're on her arm on time. But okay, never mind. No, no, it's rapid fire. What's your favorite makeup product okay, at the moment? Um, the Lila B a glow face mist. It's the best. Uh, what thing did ever. you just say? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's the brand Lila B. I'm pretty sure they're sold at Sephora. It's like this really cute brand. They have really cute packaging, but it's like a face mist that you use after you do your makeup. It makes your skin look so nice. She teaches me everything. Did I you know. use it today? Like, yeah, I used it today. I'm buying it on the way home. I, I got it like a month ago and I'm halfway done because I'm just like, yeah. Is it a setting spray? Yeah, it's like okay. a makes your skin like makes all your powder go away. Ooh, okay, okay. I think yeah. you would love it. Okay, I want to get and it. you. I'm like only. Oh, I'm like because we're threes. Yeah. Okay. Me. What about you? Uh, can I my worst fear as a four being left out. <laughs> I'm, like, Let's go. I'm a two. I'm like I love you guys. Good job, everyone. Uh, favorite? Can I just say mascara? Yeah. What kind though? Why? Wait. Can we all just like? Why do you say it? Because like you said. Uh, she always makes fun of me because I say mascara. It's what is it? Mascara. 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 <laughs> she says mascara. Mascara. I love you it. You say lemon. I yeah. say lemon. Yeah. And you also say um, avocado. Avocado. No. All what avocado. else do you say? That's where we have to draw the line. Oh oh oh! She says texture. Okay texture. okay. Let's end this. 
Don't call me out in front of a group of people. Yeah, I'll come I'm for very you. insecure about the way I say texture, so please don't ask it's me. Cute. To say, I, I look at her like it's texture. Repeat. Well, texture. texture. Okay, now I'm messing up. Texture. 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 Whatever. Mascara. Wait, can <laughs> we get a brand? Yeah, well, there's so many that okay. I like. Okay. I really like, um, there's. Someone's this- like, mascara. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you a drug. My favorite drugstore mascara is, um, it's Maybelline. Um, mm, is it the orange Lash bottle? Sensational. Lash oh, Sensational. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Thank you. I would have liked that mascara. I love it. Oh my gosh. A fight is about oh, to break Oh, by out. the way, we have opposite tastes in makeup, always. Makeup and skincare. It, it's just, I don't know. It's just how, and honestly, it's yeah. hard to give skincare and makeup recommendations because everyone's skin is so different. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes what works for one person just doesn't work. Okay, yeah. we really are ending this on this question. Um, what is a quote or a phrase or a mantra or something you guys are trying to live by in 2020? YOLO. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't have a quote or a mantra, but I'm trying to. So I pick a word at the beginning of every year. What? You literally just said mantra. Mantra. Mantra? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You guys. You mess up with your head. Hey. My mantra is. It's okay. <laughs> my potato, mantra. potato. I actually, I'm going to be honest. I had no idea it was mantra. I think I've been saying mantra my whole life. It's like that it's girl okay. on The Bachelor that called it lingerie yeah, instead of lingerie. I I was like, That's that me. poor girl has, like, read that word so many times and no one said it to her. I know. Like, she thinks it's lingering. That's me right now. Um, what was the question? Oh, What's okay. I picked, a, I picked a mantra. Um, and it, it's, no, I just picked a word for this year and my word was create because I feel like last year I spent so much time trying to be a perfectionist, trying to work on, like, doing all of the business side of things. And then I just lost my spark for creativity, and it made me really sad. So this year I'm like, you just need to be creative. And whether that's, you know, um, doing art at home. Kristen loves doing watercolor, doing poetry, anything like that, I just feel like is really important for me and makes me really happy. So that's what I've been focused on this year. Love that. What about you, Kristen? Oh, my gosh. I don't have one, but I don't know why. The first thing that came to my mind, my mom always says this, and I don't even know. Is this a brand? It's all good. Is that a brand? Wait, that's know. literally like my mom's mantra, too. She my mom says, it's all good, baby. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom. She's been saying that ever since I was like two, and I always thought it was so funny and oh annoying. Mom, so, but mom. honestly, I feel like last year I put just... I put way too much pressure on myself and I like really forgot how to have fun and that's really sad. So honestly this year, that's my mantra. <laughs> it's all good. I'm never I gonna live that. this down, by the way, just so <laughs> you all know. So love that. I'll be brief, but I picked a word of the year too. I've never done that, but I decided to pick a word of the year and I picked the word free and I've been talking about this a lot on my Instagram and on the podcast like I really just want to live really freely this year and have a lot of fun kind of like you said like last year I worked the hardest I've ever worked and like I'm proud of myself in certain regards but at the same time I just did not have that much fun like I was so overworking myself putting way too much pressure on myself And I think a lot of people, I said this today on my Instagram story, like they think work is one thing and fun is another. And I'm like, why can't we just have fun while we work? Like I would rather just be having fun and like loving what I do genuinely and doing it because I love it. So that's my goal for this year. I didn't know we were answering this question. Oh, it's okay. Um, Okay. Well, I guess we kind of talked about this in one of our previous podcast episodes, like our New Year's one, but I really wanted to be super intentional this year. And I felt like 
kind of the same thing last year. I felt like I was in autopilot and just very unstable and like trying to just get things done and everything was not like I wasn't being very thoughtful with any of my actions during the day and not just like towards other people, but just like with what I did during the day. So I feel like this year I'm trying to be more intentional, trying to be more thoughtful. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Okay. We're done. I'm like, bye. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, see ya. Okay. So we're going to do a little Q&A now. So you guys are going to ask us questions. It can be about the podcast. It can be about whatever. We're going to do a couple of them. So if you have a question, raise your hand. I'm going to run a mic up to you. Kristen, get your running shoes on. I'm, I'm ready. Is some, does someone have a mic that they can run or no? I think they have to use one you of want these. Me to use one of these. Oh, we have to take you one of these. take one. mine. Lexi's like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I can't speak anymore. I'm scared I'm going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Scarred her. She just quits acting. Okay, so if you have a question for us, raise your hand. One question. All right. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, my question is, what is your advice for um, someone who's in like a transitional period in their life? I'm about to graduate college, so a ton is about to change. Um, I know, Chelsea, you just moved. So like what, yeah, what is your advice for someone that their entire life's about to change? I used to, well, I kind of still do this, but wait for the change to happen to start making changes. So like I'd be like, oh, well, I'm moving in a little bit or I'm going to get a new job, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I would wait to until I like took proper steps to do things that I love or to go after like my dreams or whatever. And I'd put it on hold, but I feel like just starting right away, I guess, does that make any sense? And I feel like knowing that there's no timeline to life because I used to get very stressed. Like as you get older, I feel like you just get older in like two seconds. You're like, oh my gosh, when I was younger, I was 12 for like 12 years, but now I'm 25. Well, actually I'm not even 25 yet, but um, understanding there's no timeline to life so that there's, you don't have to do something by a certain age, just trying out different things. Like you don't have to have your dream job at right after college. You know what I mean? I used to always think once you're in your job at 30 or whatever, that's what you do till you die. But then I remember my dad was saying he's 50 something. I honestly don't know. Good thing he's not here, but, um, he's a teacher. He's a math teacher and a wrestling coach and he loves it. But then he was like, I'm going to go back to school and get my master's and do this. And I was like, for some reason that just blew my mind. I'm like, you're old. Like you're, you're kind of done, aren't you? But then you never stop. So you don't have to put pressure on yourself to really, yeah, have it all figured out. Does that make sense? Yeah, answer your question. Yeah. I also think to just realize and to have the comfort of knowing everything always works out. And that doesn't mean that it works out exactly how you had planned, but I can look back at every single thing that's ever happened in my life. Like uh, even the bad things and realize that they really, it's so cheesy, but they really did like make me who I am. And in the moment, it's so hard to see that. Like if you are going through a transitional period and you're like, this is so hard, like it makes you a stronger and better person. So I think just kind of embracing like every season of your life for what it is and just like going head on. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. What is an irrational fear that you guys have? Oh, I got one. <laughs> yeah. We just watched a video of it in the car. Is that what what video? Say? I'm like, I mean, never mind. The spiders. <laughs> okay, that's an, that's another one. Oh, I, I made them watch a video in, in the car of um, a spider being like smashed, and then like thousands of babies came out after. Really? It was 
Terrifying. I literally screamed in the car. Like, I screamed. I screamed, and Leif was like, almost drove off the side of the road. It was fine. But that's actually not my irrational fear. My irrational fear is that my hair smells like food. So every time, if especially Panda Express, don't put, don't get me in a Panda Express. I like walk out, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, my hair smells like chicken chow mein or whatever. And I, and the thing is that it's been confirmed. Like my hair like picks up the scent of wherever I am. So I'll be like, mom, I swear. She's like, JC, that's ridiculous. I'm like, mom, smell my hair. She's like, oh yeah, it actually does smell like orange chicken. I'm like. Cool. Or maple syrup. I remember in high school, she would always be like, my hair smells like syrup. It smells like syrup. I'm like, did you even eat like waffles or something like today? Thing, honestly. No. I know. It's it just up wherever it goes. Wow. I don't know what my irrational fear is. I'm like, all my fears are rational <laughs> if I have any. Um, gosh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, I have I one. can't say this because it's manifesting it. So I'm going to keep it to myself. My husband knows what it is. And every time I say it, he's like, don't say that. I just feel like. Just say it. I want to know. It. I just feel like I'm gonna get in a, a really bad car crash. <gasps> don't say or that. Or that, like, I've. Yeah, no, don't that yeah me. They're like, it's true now. I'm like, I know, wow. That's horrible. I'm just that's saying, me. like, I know that's, that's not even irrational because it's literally like going in a plane is safer than driving, but mark my words. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awful. Do you guys have one? I, I've always been terrified of sinking sand. Wait, I saw a video how to get out of it, so I'll show it to you. Wait, literally, I'm terrified. Anytime Marcus and I are, like, hiking or anything, I'm like, babe, that's stinking sand. He's like, that's a Disney made-up thing. I'm like, I don't think so. Disney. But I am scared of sinking Disney sand. invented all the worst things in life. I have this thing where, like, I feel like I'm so scared that I smell bad. It's not even an irrational fear. It's like... I feel like it's real. I hope you. Yeah. It's like I smell really bad all Like, the that's time. not irrational, honey. It's not irrational. It's just I do. No, Cody's always like, you literally don't smell like anything. Like, I'll get in Kristen's car after the gym. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I smell. She's like, you don't smell at all. I'm like, oh my God, are you sure? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And I don't know. I just like, I, I don't know. I just always am like scared about that. I just, I'm, okay, here's my rational fear. That someone will smell me and think I smell bad. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to change mine because I don't want that to be like go down in history. Oh my gosh. Oh my Brian cut that out. Um, uh, Mine is like the very same as yours because we lived in an apartment that smelled like smoke. Uh And when you know when you first walk in, you're like, oh, okay, like that smells really strongly. But as you live there, you just get used to it. And so that's how it was in Nashville. And then when we moved, we brought our clothes back and like unpacked them and they smelled literally like I had just smoked a pack and I was like I met so many people in Nashville and I probably they probably thought I like smoked a pack before I met them so now that's my rational fear I have one for you oh no well one time uh, one time you (laughs) remember one time when your BO or like your not BO oh yeah we all smell up here yeah um that's okay we can move on no it's just a very weird phenomenon where for like a week you're you smell like weed but like my husband came and I hugged him like have you been smoking weed? And he was like, no, that's you. I'm like, oh my gosh. I smell horrible. I don't know what it is. CBD oil? No. <laughs> like, it's it was strong. Okay. Next yeah, question, next please. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you guys Hi. so much, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, my question is, if social media suddenly wasn't a thing, what would you guys do? Like, as a career? Ooh. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> what would you do i mean is podcasting a social media i'm like i think we found our loophole <laughs> um, i think we're gonna have to stick with this oh yeah i was gonna say i would just do health coaching probably yeah i love it 
I think I would still be in like the photography, creative directing world, even if social media didn't exist, just because that is really what I love to do. Um, it's so hard for me to even imagine that social media just disappears because I feel like it's just like not going anywhere anytime soon. But I do get that question. I'll, like I've heard that question many times. So there's my answer. Yeah, you guys answer. I think I would continue Kristen made, even though it would be way harder without social media. So, yeah, but that, that's scary. But I think I would, like, open a plant store or something. Like, something oh, very just normal, just me and my overalls. What would overalls. you call it? Plant Sorry. on me. <laughs> Planted on me. That's very, um, hey, plant that's on me. Uh, maybe it's that just is called, not what I was expecting. Uh, Plant made. I don't know. Aww. It's cute. No one steal that. <laughs> Someone's like, like okay. Everyone's like, I'm not going to steal that, Kristen. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure I would still be pursuing acting. I think that's just always been my passion and what I'd love to do. So, um, yeah, that's boring, but that's my answer. Oh, good. <laughs> I like it. Okay, should we do one more? Yeah, let's do one, one more. more question. The redhead. Wait, are you redhead? <laughs> Sorry. I hope, since- I hope you think I'm a redhead. Okay. I want to be, be a redhead. <laughs> um, the, my question is not deep at all, but I know most of you have dogs. All of you have dogs. What's your best, like, dog mom tip? Ooh. Or best, like, thing you have to have? Wow. Do I have to go first? Okay. Um. Wow, I don't know. That's really hard. I feel like there's a lot of things, but... There's, like, two different methods for training, I feel like, that I've seen, at least on TikTok, and that's when my eyes are opened. But there's, like, definitely two – there's, like, the dog whisperer way and then, like, the positive affirmation way. So I feel like I try and, like, do a medium where it's just, like, if you're having positive energy, your dog is going to feel that. So I feel like anytime you're having negative, anxious anxiety, I definitely believe that your dog picks that up. So being as calm and positive and – if you're confident, your dog will be confident. I believe it. I'm not a good dog mom. We should be asking Leif. Yeah. He's like lady's main caretaker. She, I mean, she loves me, but she mostly just tolerates me. I would say like the positive affirmations thing is how we've pretty much trained her. Like we don't really use like any, well, that's not true. I guess we say like, don't do that sometimes. <laughs> but um, mostly we just, we trained her by like giving her traits and being very positive when she does good things. And then when she does bad things, kind of just like ignoring her slash saying like, no, that's literally the worst tip ever that everyone knows. So She's like, say no. I'm like, say yes and no, give them treats. Yeah. No, I don't have anything deeper than that. I wish I did. Well, I have two golden retrievers, so... My life is hectic, and Lexi knows um, Camper and Honey are no joke. They're like a full-time job. This isn't a training tip, but there's this thing on Amazon called a Chom Chom Roller, and it's like this – it's not electric. It's just a little piece of plastic. It's – just Google it, but you roll it on your couch or on – I'm about to tell you. You roll it on your couch or bed, and it takes all the hair off. Okay, like I actually seconds. almost asked you mid, like when we were not even talking about this, how do you keep your dog hair off of your bed if you left your dog on your bed? Yeah, the chom chom. Okay, I'm getting that. Write you, that down. You need that for my allergies. I think it's yeah. like $10, and it's so good to do the couch because the vacuum is so heavy. Yeah. My, my chom chom is like an ounce, and I'm just like, choop, 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 and it's amazing. I love you. Um... My best dog mom tip. I think that, like, I really love my dog so much. And I think when you just show your dog how much you love them and how obsessed you are with them, they show it back. 
all my dogs are like the most loving like dogs and I really think it's because they just I just love them so much that's really not a good tip but just love your dog just be obsessed with, them. <laughs> just be obsessed with your dog they'll be obsessed back that's my it. tip or like just let them loose you know <laughs> Okay, we are going to end with one more little giveaway. Um, so if you guys filled out your little quizzes and put your name in the pink or blue bowls, we're going to pick Wait, two I want to see. Raise your hand if you're a JC. Wowzas. Wow. Raise Ooh. your hand if you're a Chelsea. Wow, okay. Chelsea. Chelsea. Four, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she wanted it to be, she wants to be unique. Mike, can you put She's your like, hand? I hope there's less. <laughs> okay. Well, that means you have a better chance of winning, so. Nice. I will start. Oh, freak. There are so many in there. I know. Oh, oh my I gosh. Oh, now I'm sad. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> They're like, aw. Andy DeVries. DeVries? Woo! Woo! Yeah, Look come at down. that. That's manifestation come on right there. That is manifestation. The first okay, to ask turn. a question. See? You get to pick merch. Okay, Michaela Schluter. Did I say that right? Woo! Yay! Wait, where? Oh, yay! You now got the you black, have... so hopefully you like it. If you're a Chelsea, cool. You are a Chelsea. Wow. Okay. Well, are we done? I'm like, is there something yeah. else on the list? Okay. No. Um. Thank you guys so much for coming. Seriously, we are like beyond grateful that you guys took time out of your day to come and come in your pajamas and celebrate this first live event with us. Did you guys have fun? Yay! That's what we like to hear. Um, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you, Kristen and Lexi, for being our first guests. Thank we you for love you guys. Us. We love you guys so we much. Love you. You're the best. And um, we are going to go. <laughs> just like that's what we said. Um, we're gonna go and kind of freshen up a little bit before the little meet and greet. So just hang tight for a few minutes, and then we'll be back to hang out, take photos, and meet you guys. Ariel um, will give you some more instructions. So hang tight. Thanks for coming, and that's what we said. Wow, that was so sad. You guys have to say it with us. This is why we brought you here. Okay, ready? And that's what we said. Aw, that was cute. Thank you. Thank you. Guys.